Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Lady, happy Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness, We're, it's upon us. It's our um, time as hosts or hostesses to really shine. That's the truth. I've been to the store once, I'll probably have to go at least two more times in the next couple of days. And you'll probably see a few familiar faces there because everybody's going to be there. I'm, I'm amazed I usually have to go at least three times. Well, not just because of forgetting something. Like, oh, this store's out of that. Now I have to go up the road oh, and do real. that. And yeah. then, Because everybody's know, buying the same stuff. We're all getting the same stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, even a few weeks ago, I saw that they were already trying to put all the sort of go-to items uh-huh. in center. Pumpkin sort of, and mm-hmm. all the... Pecans. Yeah, all the baking things weren't just on the baking aisle. Yeah, yeah, all the stocks and broths and yeah. yeah. Um, well, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Thanks. Maybe yeah. you've, uh, maybe you're listening to this as you're even making your way to a Thanksgiving meal. That's true. Who knows? Traveling or you're, way- you're brining the turkey today. Yeah, and speaking of which, we did our very first episode was. Thanksgiving week, and we focused on a lot of recipes. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about holiday hosting. And so if you're wanting specific um, recipes, if you're looking for ideas, one Pinterest, just kidding. (laughs) Um, One, episode one. Yeah. You should just We talk about a great turkey brine and a great cranberry sauce and just all of that stuff. Appetizers, everything that you're going to see at a Southern Thanksgiving meal, we discussed in episode one. So I'll link it in the show notes, but Check that one out because this one's going to be a little different. We didn't want to just rehash the exact same thing. Exactly. The exact same thing. Exactly. Okay. So this was actually on our list of topics, but Brittany here in Tennessee, she affirmed that this is a need that she wanted. This. She's one of our listeners, and she said, "Can I please get a topic on tips, tricks, recipes, and more for hosting a holiday party?" And I was Ooh, like, "Let's do it, girl. I got you." Yes. So, um, Here's to you, Brittany. Um, okay, so there's a saying that if you can read, you can cook. Have you heard that saying? If you Actually, can read, you I can have cook. not. I mean, now, I, I get what they're saying. I get Basically, what they're saying. If you can read a recipe, you yeah. can cook. Um, I came up with my own spin okay. on that. If you can be thoughtful, you can host. 
That is so true. That's my spin on that. So I like we're going to be talking. I actually like that better than the if you can read, you can cook. But anyway, I know because I think there's a lot that gets lost in the reading. Ah, uh, absolutely. You just Agree. have to practice. Yeah, and know from experience on cooking. That's right. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about holiday hosting. But before we jump in, I thought it would be funny if you share, or not funny, but interesting, if you shared what's the most over the top thing that you've ever seen a host do. Okay. So I, I asked you this ahead of time mm-hmm. to be thinking, cause I know you've, you've done a lot of hosting and you've been to a fair amount of events that mm-hmm. you've witnessed things. So, well, I'm going to say the first one that came in my mind when you asked the question was actually something I did with, okay. with mom. We used to have an Oscar party every oh year. Oh my gosh, yes. And we literally got red carpet yes. that we rolled out and we had lighting, professional lighting and a videographer where I interviewed everybody as they were coming up the red carpet. Who were you wearing? And as if you were Joan Rivers. As if I was Joan Rivers. And Enos reporter. over the top. That's that. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I forgot you used to do that, and that was over the top. And like we we ask people to literally come dress, wear formal you know, wear. Yeah. It could be an old bridesmaid's dress or something, but wear sure. something formal wear. Get dressed up to yeah. come. That was actually one of the only events that people that are outside of college age and up. Had to get dressed up. Formal events. I mean, <laughs> unless you're going to those, you know, three hundred dollar a person, right? For the most part, yeah. on an annual basis, especially yeah. people just don't have that many events that are that formal. So that yes, that red carpet you laid out, and what's funny too is your home sits on a, a main very road. main road. So and we would get honks all the time. People were like, "What is going on there?" Yeah. Did you know that we had um, some neighbors that moved in across the street, and some friend of theirs said, "Oh my goodness." You're, there's an Oscar party across the street from where you just moved, and like they do of that before they even met How me. Funny. Isn't that funny? Like because they had Oscar seen it. Party preceded you, lady. So I ha- that was the first thing that came That's into good. my mind as over the top because that really was pretty hilarious. That's good. But my friend Tammy, shout out to Miss Tammy, in, yes, on the east side of Nashville, she does a pumpkin carving party, yes, annually. And I think it's so cute. She puts so much thought in it. There's always urban hayrides. It's basically like Tammy organizes her own fall festival at her house. At her house, right. So there is literally, you know, urban hayrides where you get in the back of a truck on hay bales and just drive around the city because <laughs> it's urban. <laughs> People um, just look. It's she hilarious. has in her yard um, set up tables with tents where you can and all the carving tools to yes. carve the pumpkin so you know you're throwing all the gunk out does and she supply the pumpkin no too? you bring your you bring own pumpkin. Your pumpkin but okay. still she has all the no, tools she's all got the setup all of the goods that you supplies you would need that kind of thing i'm not even getting into the food you know she has she all, does the, all the food, food. Yeah. she does ask a few of us to bring like um you know a few things but, but she does a lot of it she's, yeah she's dishing out all the hot cider and hot chocolate and all that um, she has three different little fire pit areas just because, you know, you want to kind of have places for people to gather and have conversation. Yeah. And, but one of the over-the-top things that she does, and I think it's so sweet, is she does this little thing where she has all these um, toys, like 
un- brand new little small toys okay. for children. Wrapped up or? Not wrapped, but she does it in a style of like, it's a fish, like you're fishing. So the kid has a fishing pole. Okay. And they're putting it almost in like one of those things where you would have like a puppet show. So you can't see who's behind it. Okay. So the kid has to stand at a certain point on a line. Yeah. Put the fishing pole through. There's somebody back there and they can't see the person. (laughs) Spoiler alert. And... And she, the person can see enough to know, like, this is a five-year-old girl. Oh, okay. okay. So she's so they're tying pushing. something on the fishing line so that would be appropriate. Yeah. And then, you know, tugs it. And then they realize, <laughs> oh, I've got an item on here. So they, they roll, reel in the fishing pole and have a little toy. And Tammy provides all of that, you know, little that things so for the kids. and. Stuff like that. So that, yeah. to me, is over the top. Yeah. In hosting. Yeah. Takes a lot of planning, a lot top. of prep, and yeah. she does all of that. And it's such a generous expression yeah. of love to her friends and, yeah. and their children. Well, and I, you know, like I was going to say, she has acknowledged that a lot of, even though she doesn't have children, she has a lot of friends that do. Right. So even that part, like, that's not even serving her own kids. That's going, right. Hey, this is what I want. I'll appease y'all. Mama wants you doing this over here yeah. and not bothering me. That's it's her way of just that. loving on them. Yeah. yeah. It's so sweet. So that's two of the things that came to mind of just over the top. Love it. I have a friend, Julie, that has, she calls it a Christmas open house. Okay. So you year. can pop in. Because it's pretty early, but it's here in Franklin and everybody knows that you know we're not probably going to get a white Christmas every year. Rarely get snow. It's very rare to get snow. Well, at her Christmas party, she has a snowmaker going, and it's like I guess it's maybe soap or something. Okay, that's actually in this little machine. So this is blowing when you arrive. Yes, it's sitting on her rooftop. Oh my goodness! And it's blowing such that you um, it looks like you get a dusting of snow as you come up to her porch. That's adorable. And so it makes for fun photos, even because you can stand in her doorway and it looks like it's snowing. That is adorable. Um, So I don't even know how much a machine like that would cost, but she's the only person. I've ever seen do anything like this, but it really adds so much. That is adorable. And when you're inside the party, it looks like it's snowing outside because <laughs> she's got things you know, running. Even she's just got it situated, yeah, so, so that you can see. She's got all her. Don't windows. look out the back door. Just yeah. look out the front. Just, just <laughs> snowing in that direction. <laughs> That's um, so cute. So I thought that was over the top and certainly adds a lot to a party. So, well, um. There is a book that I wanted to mention that you gave me, actually. It's a really small book. It's called The Pleasure of Your Company by Ann Plotz and Susan Wales. But this is Simple Ideas for Enjoyable Entertaining. And... Um, Anne is a Southerner. She through and through a bell. A she Southern is a bell. I would say. Okay, so she traced her South Carolina family heritage all the way back two hundred years to Rebecca Bruton Mott. I think okay. is how you would say it. Who was evicted from her home by British soldiers Whoa. during the Revolutionary, Revolutionary. War. Okay. They wanted to use her home for their headquarters. And rather than allowing them to occupy it. (laughs) This is a southerner I can already tell. She ordered her servants to shoot flaming arrows onto the roof and burned the house to the ground. No. 
then, after the British conceded, Rebecca invited both American and British officers to dine on her lawn as her home was still smoking from fire in the background. What? So entertaining at a cost of anything, right? Oh, my goodness. So that's the most extreme example I've ever heard of someone hosting. Well, but I just thought it was a good story to share to set talk the t- about the book. Set the table, <laughs> per se, of how Southern, you know, this and is. Yeah. But um, one of my favorite pieces of advice, and there is a lot of good advice on hosting in this book, is um, she mentions that any dessert mishap, mm-hmm. okay, and there can and be there some can be some major mishaps, especially with desserts. Baking is tricky. Yeah, so you should probably have that done ahead of time. <laughs> I know. She said any dessert mishap can be saved with graham cracker crust and Cool Whip. Okay. So she shared a story about, I think it was her sister, um, that was making some sort of like a chocolate mud something. Okay. And it like sunk down and it was just awful. And then she even, I think, hit the oven door on accident and it made it even worse. Fall even more. So she said, go to the store, get a graham cracker crust and some Cool Whip and just mix the Cool Whip in and pour it in that graham cracker crust and you've got like a chocolate pie. That's hilarious. So, and I kind of think that could happen with a lot of dessert mishaps. Or you, if you just throw it in a pie crust. Make some kind of pudding and put it in the freezer and exactly. it'll kind of freeze up into yeah. something sweet. <laughs> That's then so you don't cute. have to give everyone your secret recipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so... That's a mishap. Do you have mishaps that have happened? Girl, if you've opened your home to people, you've had a mishap. That's true. Is that not true? That's true. Uh, yeah, I've had a few. Um, I think it was about three Thanksgivings ago. Two or three? Circa 1030, my oven was not working. <laughs> you that, talk about a mishap? That was a panic text I got for sure. Um I was like, graham cracker crust. I laid hands on that oven and started praying. And finally, we did get it working again. I don't even know what had happened. But, I mean, that could happen. That's real. just know anything like that can happen. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I've had happen. So, real quick, though. A lot of stores are open even half the day. Half the day. On Thanksgiving. So, that's, I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to control when that happens. But if you can, make as much as you can. In advance. In advance. And if you had to go buy two Even or to three rotisserie yourself. chickens to go with your... Exactly. If your oven goes out, then I mean. unfortunately you're going to have to go buy some sweet potato casserole. So, <laughs> Or this is yet another reason you should know your neighbors, right? It's Can I borrow? True. Are you having Thanksgiving somewhere else? Can I use your yes. kitchen? <laughs> Ding dong. I don't need a cup of sugar. I need your oven. I need your whole kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Three hours. Well... That's, yeah, that, yeah. that kind That's of stuff can happen. One. Another thing is um, cleaning mishaps almost. I mean, that just stuff is going to happen yeah. if you're having a group. Yeah. Especially, yeah, I think just no matter if you're having a group, you're going to have something yeah. go wrong. Yeah. Um, I had one time I was having a shower and a girl, I don't know what happened, if it was the pitcher or if it was the person, because she's a little flaky yeah broke the pitcher that had the you know drink in it um on the table so the now we have glass and spilled liquid everywhere on some of the stuff so i'm just saying things like that can happen yeah um 
And you don't want to lose your mind. Right. And make things even worse. Exactly. Like, just be like, oh, it's, you know. It's totally fine. But yeah. that being said, kind of have some cleaning supplies, paper towels, towels, where it's not too far away. That's so good. So that yeah. you're not, or, it's not as yeah. big of a deal. Yeah. Or sorted together so you can tell somebody, just grab all of that and help me. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is going to happen. I mean, something's going to spill in the middle of the table. I mean, it's just, you know, so. That's a good point. Have some (laughs) towels ready. Well, I I say that because I have, (laughs) this is not going to surprise you. You know, I have a few nice towels that are my bath towels. That's not what I use for cleaning. Right. So I don't want somebody to just go grab those. No, I want to have the cleaning towels. Don't get my bath towels. You know, bath hand towels. Yeah. Um, that's so, a separate pile for that. That's a different cleaning yeah. towel. <laughs> so just knowing, you know, having those on hand. It took me a long time to even be able to wash those together. You probably still don't, do you? Do you wash your towels that you use for like a cleanup like that? I don't. With your bath towels? I don't. Yeah. But that's kind of because I keep them even separate. Like yeah. it, when they're dirty too. So yeah. they don't. That's why. But. So I, I now wash them together. So well, you have a kid and you're already washing well, a lot of stuff. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's probably where the consolidation <laughs> happened. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't. This is also a Thanksgiving story. That's why it's kind of fresh on my mind. I think it was two or three years ago you put. So was it a, whatever year you weren't. You you had the oven out. The other year before or after that I was doing the turkey. Okay. It was my first year doing the turkey, which is a lot of pressure. Everybody has felt that if you've done, if you've had a year where it was your first year doing the turkey. But I didn't realize, um, like, how large of a container I was going to need to brine a turkey. To brine the turkey. Oh, my Lord. That's. And I can't remember what I had it in at first, but something broke on it. Oh, I know what it was. It was a. Um, it was like a cooler mm-hmm. that I'd forgotten that my dog ate, chewed off the spout part that lets the, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, that yeah. lets the water out, yep. you know, for, for a cooler that holds ice, obviously you, that's really nice if you have those little spouts that yeah. let the water out. Well, I forgot he had chewed it off. Okay. And so I tried duct tape over the spout. Well, so you made the brine and put it in there and now it's pouring it's out. It's leaking everywhere. Okay. And so now I'm trying to remember how I salvaged it. Because I remember I had to move, like, all this stuff out of my refrigerator and, like, build, like, some sort of contraption or something. Anyway, that's a hard thing, too. If you don't have containers that are large enough to even do food prep, that's a mishap for sure. Yeah. We both have pretty small kitchens, too, and small refrigerators. Mm -hmm. And so even that can cause you to be like, what am I going to, how am I going to do this when it's something that large? Yeah. So that is another reason why I do think it's good for an all-hands-on-deck approach to a a Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Or any, really. I mean, eh, I don't know. A lot of holiday meals, we've said before, if you really want to honor your guests... Just have them come, right? Yeah, but Thanksgiving is such an undertaking financially and yes. time that I think everybody's willing to yeah. pitch in. But, yeah. But yes, in general, in hosting, yeah. Um, most importantly, open your door. Yeah. Right. But yeah. secondly, it's like 
depends on what your goal is of a yeah. party. True. Um, but I think it's so wonderful when I have been able to just me tackle it and let the people just come. Yeah. And, and they get to just sit and enjoy. Yeah. Um, I did that this past weekend. You did a great party. I tried to keep it really simple because I did want to do everything. I didn't want to ask anyone to bring anything. And um, you had good variety on the table. It It was lovely. Yeah. It was not a holiday party. It was actually kind of a non-traditional graduation party for a friend of ours that finished her online degree. But we wanted to recognize her bachelor's her. And uh, so she didn't have like a ceremony we would have all gone to to see her walk and receive her diploma. But she got her diploma. And that's a big deal. I loved that you had that at the center of the table. Yeah. So, um, and just kind of a fun party theme in the sense of silver and gold. And yeah, I know because I was sparkly. like, it was sparkly. I didn't want to do cap and gown because I was like, she didn't walk, and yeah. so cap yeah. and gown doesn't even. So, what I just had to go with celebratory things. So, yeah. we did champagne, that was cute. And yeah, you did play the song, thing. like the graduation song, <laughs> the which was so cute. Yeah, um, but my go to's, and I did them several of these for, um, her party were, um, I always do ham delights. Those okay. are just easy to make ahead. That have the mustard and the on the little slider Hawaiian buns. rolls, yeah. poppy seeds on top. They're warm. You bake up. Because that's something that you can make ahead, and then you can cook the 20 minutes before your guests are going to arrive. Yeah. And then, you know, they're a perfect temperature to serve Those immediately. And they're filling. They're filling. I usually do some, some kind of uh, dip. An artichoke dip is what I did. Oh, man, that was good, too. Yeah. And I got to use that container you Uh gave me. That's the first time I think I've used it. It's an oven-safe, small, little, what would you call that? Just like a little circular It's like a tiny little casserole dish, but But small. It was perfect for a dip, though. Um, So I did artichoke dip. Um, I love tomato caprese Uh on skewers. At Christmas time, it looks nice if you add the basil leaf because it's red, red, green, and white. white. It looks Christmassy. Yeah, so just like a little cherry tomato. I don't even think of basil in this time of year. I know it's not in season, but it you could find it pretty, but it would be out of season, so it might be pretty pretty. But yeah, some sort of mixed nuts are good. Pecans we've talked about are certainly in season right now. You can even bake those. I have a recipe where you're just putting a little bit of that garam masala. On your nuts and baking it, and it's just kind of a that's different little festive yeah twist. I like to make that buffalo chicken dip too. You can even do that. You know, Mm -hmm. you can bake it or do it in a crock pot. Yeah, I've seen you leave it in the crock pot before, which is awesome. But that um, I noticed that artichoke dip stayed hot for a long time. Well, it was because the dish is hot too, so it's helping keep it. Yeah. I was the first one to try it, though. I was like, this is very hot. My mouth is on fire. It's not spicy hot. It's just temperature hot. What do you think of this new trend of these absolutely unbelievable, elaborate charcuterie boards? Have you seen these? I've seen a lot of them, and I'm so impressed, and I'm I'm on board. I love those. Well, because that's one of my favorite things is cheese. So having cheese and prosciutto and fruit all... Touching each other is like glory to well, me. It's so beautiful I the know. way it looks. And I do have a charcuterie board. I have one of those wooden. Yeah, you have circular a big, nice boards that. Board. But there's all different shapes of different I ones. Know. I'm seeing some really extraordinary ones. In fact, I got a as a gift a little book called Platters and Boards. 
that shows some different things you can do. But there's even companies now that that's literally all they do. I know a girl named Courtney who has, Mm -hmm. how cute is this name? She's in Raleigh, North Carolina. And her company is called Raleigh Cheesy. (laughs) I love it. And she sets up these elaborate charcuterie boards for office parties and... Wow. It's, it's, her, so, she prices it for how many are you trying to feed. Okay. And then she has all these varieties of meats and cheeses, just all the stuff, you yeah. know. So, um, and I know there's people in Nashville and probably every city that are doing these kinds of things, but I yeah. loved Courtney's name. She came up with Raleigh Cheese. Well, I love that it's so beautiful now because that's what I would love to be eating anyway. So, that, like, if I'm not cooking and I'm at home by myself, I'm eating cheese, crackers, olives, <laughs> grabbing some pepperonis. I'm basically eating a charcuterie board, exactly. but I'm just not putting it out so pretty. Right. But that's, and it, it's filling because there's a lot of protein in all of that. Yeah. Cheese and No, meat. I'm glad you mentioned that because that is so popular right now mm-hmm. and I love it. I do too. It's, um, yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah. You can see some pretty ones on Pinterest too. If yeah. You, but yeah, there's, I like to try to think through some different dips. Like you want some variety of texture and variety of, you know, do you want a little, you need a little protein, but you need a little. Yes fruit and something sweet and yeah just, you know and preferably something hot especially during the cold months yeah especially in thinking through drinks i like to have something festive to drink not yes. just the basics that everybody is always having yeah you know and yeah. that can be alcoholic or not right um and it's nice to have a hot drink it is in the cold see weather. i'm a sucker for a punch though which is not going to be I hot loved that punch So, like, I don't own a punch bowl. I have a drink dispenser. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I I love it even more when somebody's got a punch bowl out. With a a little ice ring that has rosemary and cranberries in it. With a ladle (laughs) and the, you know, the matching glass cups that go with said punch bowl. And, Yeah. yeah, I just... That, um, I think we mentioned it on our Gone with the Wind episode, that Scarlet O'Hara. Oh, that Scarlet O'Hara. It's good. That's a good punch. Mm -hmm. I'll link to that in our show notes um, in case somebody does. And sometimes there's even, I know there's a recipe on Pinterest that was floating around that I think it was just called Christmas Punch. Okay. That had like orange juice, cranberry juice, you know, some different juices that you mixed and it made this pretty red kind of color. And I remember thinking that would be great to make. And then just if you wanted to have like some rum next to it. Yes. So that somebody could just get that. And then if they wanted to spike it, there you go. You know. Do you remember that Texas Santa punch I made one yes. time? I just that had tequila. That had tequila. It was kind of a margarita-ish. Yeah. It was cranberry, lime, tequila. It was also very Christmas, mm-hmm. obviously. It Santa looked punch. Real. But yeah, it Festive. was power punched. So that would probably be a good one to not make it so strong that you could have little, maybe even preset um, glasses with tequila in it to just add to to that yeah. mixture like yeah. i just thought well that'd be an easy thing to just here's the punch and then if you want it spiked you can that's so add that's a little smart something but yeah um i felt like you had a good sort of approach to hosting what did you say earlier? well i said i like to think through i do this um thing where i just try to think through like a sensory journey I love that word. Yes. Or that approach. Yes. Where I'm like, okay, what do I want it to smell like? Like when somebody walks in, what do I 
like what candle or do I want to have mulling spices on the stove where it just smells homey y'all get some mulling spices for the holidays if you don't uh, know what that is look it up but just having something brewing like that makes it Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. it's Christmassy I know so you're making me want to go home and do it right now so thinking through the smells, thinking through the sounds, you know, mm-hmm. do you want it to be yeah. Bing Crosby's Christmas right. or do you want it to be like more modern? What do you, right. you know, what sounds do you want? Yeah. Um, obviously, um, lighting is really important with setting a mood. And yeah. so at the holidays, you get the beauty of a Christmas tree. You do. I feel like we get almost like we get to cheat a little I know. at hosting in the holidays because twinkling lights sets it's such already a beautiful a fun ambiance. Mood, right yes and can you know like little tea lights everywhere even like if you just if i go in a bathroom and there's a votive mm-hmm. lit and the light's not on yet i'm just already like this is adorable <laughs> it doesn't take that much they could have forgotten to wipe down anything and that's i'm like right. they've got their votive look at yeah. that so just that's all just thinking through the sensory journey you know the t- oh and thinking about the temperature of the house too if mm. there's going to be a lot of people yeah bring it down cuz body heat's going to just I that kind of stuff forget to do that and my house was getting warm last night and i was like it's cuz there's people here you know just trying yeah. to kind of think had, through all of your senses yeah we had a fire going too and i forgot i forgot to factor in a fire and people and body heat yep so well a little toasty i'm always cold so i thought it felt Okay. Just well, fine last night. But that's yeah, good. just thinking through that. And even thinking through um, you being a guest in your own home. So thinking through, okay, as I'm driving up, where am I supposed to park? Parking is huge. I have that on my list, too. Think it's about huge, that for your people. And it's one of my biggest problems where I live is I don't have, I'm on a busy road and my driveway's not very big. Yeah. So it's an issue. I need people to carpool if well, possible. I was say, but it can be avoided yeah. if you just let people know ahead of time, hey, you know, plan is to carpool. Or, I mean, some people have to go as far as a valet. Like I have, I know one friend that does a Christmas party every year and his driveway is so steep. Wow. He just does valet. Yeah. And it's not, because there's not parking on the streets, because he doesn't want Every, anybody slipping anybody, down the driveway yeah, and yeah. all of that, too, so, especially if it's cold and icy. Yeah. So thinking through parking, and then just thinking through when somebody walks up into your, you know, to your front door and through the threshold. Yeah. What's next? Do right. they have a coat on? Where are you going right, to put the do. coat? Yeah. Have a room for coats or have hangers ready in your coat closet. Yeah. Like, just have a... People are going to have coats on. Right. Um, They may... If you've asked them to bring food, they've got food in hand and a coat on. So, now what are we supposed to do with this? (laughs) So, just thinking through all of that kind of thing. That's so good. And then I, I have mentioned before, but the layout of a home, there's different things you need to think about. If you've got one of these really open concept houses that has a huge kitchen, this is probably not a problem. Yeah. But... I have a really small kitchen and small rooms, and so I need to kind of spread things out yes. to keep traffic flow. You need to promote stations to get people out of the kitchen because people naturally want to congregate in the kitchen. They in do. any home. In any home. It's just what, and especially the host is usually in there kind of doing stuff. Right. So, Putting final touches on. 
So, yeah. yeah, if you could not be reaching over me for your tonic water right now, that would be wonderful. <laughs> exactly. So I have to try to set up like a drink station in a little bit in one area and then maybe try to have two appetizers on a yeah table over here. Yes. So it's got people kind of moving. Get those deviled eggs out of the kitchen <laughs> and onto a platter That's in right. the living room. But also out of reach from kids and any dogs oh, that could true. be a mishap. Oh my gosh, I didn't mention that mishap. Do you remember when we grilled out hamburgers one time? Yes, and had them outside, and then For we like, came out, and Roxy had already eaten like two or three of them. And the black lab went to town on those quickly. <laughs> it's our it fault. Just, it it was right take it, long. It was a at too low of a level. Well, yeah. So just thinking through things yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I would say as long as. Um, you're not adverse to scents or you could do an unscented, but I just say candles, candles, candles. Oh my gosh. I love them. Cause yeah. I just think they just add so much to the atmosphere. So, I mean, obviously you need to be careful to make sure they're away from away the curtain things and away. <laughs> right. Not too low already that they're going to start, you know, getting hot. If it's a little votive or something. Yeah. Trimming the wicks is a good idea before you even light them mm-hmm. so that they're not already super high, super high. Yeah. Yeah. And then food. Keep it simple. Like, I mean, if you want to do something gourmet, maybe do one. But don't make your entire menu. You don't want to be so stressed and sweaty when everybody gets there. I I love recipes where I can do it a little bit ahead. Like cheese balls and things like that where, you know, you've already got a few things done. Yes. Even before the, the day of. Yeah. So that you have time to yeah. maybe do a couple of little last minute things. And I would say if you're going to do store-bought, that's okay. Put it on your own platter, right? And yeah, dress it up you can jazz it up. Put a little garnish with it. Put, you know, lay some uh, some pretty herbs around it yeah. or some flower, a flower, you know, put tie a bow on the platter or whatever. Yeah. Dress it up a little. Um, but store-bought is fine. Especially now there's um, all these like gourmet to go kind of stores. We have some friends that have one here in Franklin called Simply Living Life. And they have some great things that, you know, you could pass off as your own (laughs) if you wanted to. I mean, you know, just putting that dish that they made on, like you said, on your own dish and putting a little rosemary next to it. And it looks like you just whipped it up. Yeah. And I would say like, just like study the flow of your home. So, for my home, I cannot host a gathering where everyone can sit at the table if I'm having a group larger than, say, five people. Yeah. Well, you could get a good, you could probably get, what, nine people around this table? Yeah. Yeah. Comfortably. We had 11 one time, shoulder to shoulder, but. I'm always, in my current home, going to be doing a party buffet style. That's just what I have found works. And now I kind of even know drinks work better over on that little table. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of have a flow, but Mm -hmm. just look around to figure out, can everyone sit? If not, that's fine. Pull the chairs away from the table already in advance to where you want them sitting. Oh, yeah. I noticed you had done that. That's good. And people are going to be eating on their lap. That's fine. Yeah. The more the merrier. You know, just kind of knowing all this. And with that, you want to make sure your plate your paper, if you're using paper, that they're sturdy enough. Exactly. Things like that you have to think through, too. And I specifically tried to place chairs where there was at least a ledge next to it it. that somebody Mm -hmm. could set their drink. So, like, 
one person that was on the armoire that the TV was on, which only had a little bit of room on the uh-huh. corner, but it was at least enough Something. for her to set her glass. Have you seen these nesting tables? Do you know what I'm yes. talking about? They yes. usually come in threes. Yes. And they brilliant. fit under each other. Yeah. It's kind of brilliant, isn't it? Because it is. you could just have it all nested where yes. it just is one table until you have something like and this and all of a sudden you have three. Yeah. It's kind of like a glorified TV tray. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. It's like a swankier TV tray. Well, so anyway, I don't always prefer to do buffet style, but that's what my house is conducive to yeah. doing if I've got more than five people. So. Honestly, I would say majority of homes are like that. Right. Well, and it promotes mingling, I yeah. think, which I... Like, I want people to talk to other people. And you and I both have a similar situation in the sense of we we have a little bit better situation if the weather's nice and you can also do outside. I know. You and I both have great backyards. Great backyards and great decks. But in this weather, it's not an option. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Gosh, I think I've almost... That's a lot of the stuff I had on my list. Well, you know, we're we're doing hol- um, holiday hosting, so you've already got your theme, right, and all of that. But yeah. that's one thing I think is important with the party is, you know, what what kind of is the theme? Yeah, because that builds around de- decor yeah. and all and and everything. Yeah, but for Christmas, you've already got a great. I know. And I would just say choose one you can afford. Theme. Don't get on Pinterest, y'all. And start going, oh, I need a balloon bar wall. I need a photo session spot. Okay. Maybe if you have budget for that. But if you don't, do you have a cute chair that you want people to take photos in with the birthday boy or whatever? Right. So, yeah. Only use that to, like, make your party you know, fun. If you start feeling stress or you start seeing so many dollar signs that... Just get off of Pinterest. Close app now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's easy to do. But basically, honoring your guests, I think, is going to come through in you as the host. Mm -hmm. So I would say, like, your biggest responsibility as the party starts, because you've done a lot of work, but your job's not over. Right. So, smile. Like... Well, you're going to set the tone. So if, You if, set the tone. That's why some of this, when you were saying store-bought's okay, I was thinking it it would be better for things to be store-bought. Yeah. And you be in a good mood and smiling. Exactly. Than for you to be stressed to the max. And yes. Or so exhausted because you got up at 6 a.m. to start working on this stuff. You know? You're looking at me because I've done this so much. But who hadn't? Well, yeah. I haven't. But... <laughs> I so have, where I can't wait to put my feet up at the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah, So, there is extremes that can be taken that you need to pause and go. What am I doing? What? And why? Exactly. I remember a story that our friend Cindy shares (laughs) that she was having people over and she was so trying to put on a front that everything everything was perfect. That it was dark outside, and she was planting flowers in up her the flower walkway. beds coming so up it to would the look walkway. nice when everybody walked in. Y'all, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, and she said, I realized, like, what is going on that's making me want to paint this picture that everything's perfect? Because it's not. Right. And everybody knows it. Exactly. So just let that go. Yeah. And 
The thing that's funny is people probably didn't notice the flowers anyway. Exactly. All they're but. trying to do is get inside your house. But <laughs> to every, sit with you. But we have had those But we've moments. all done it. Where we're like, everybody's going to notice that that corner is not painted. Or Mm -hmm. everybody's going to notice, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And do they? Maybe, maybe not. But, yeah. That's not the point. I I said just a couple episodes ago, I definitely am a lot harder on myself than I am anybody else. And I'd say everybody's probably the same in that. But I have one final question for you. Unless you've got anything else. No. So, what... Is and I didn't give you this question in advance, okay. so I am putting you on the spot a little bit. But I will tell you mine while you are thinking. Okay? okay, what is the one entertaining piece that you think every host should have? And I wanted to mention this because I wondered if this would be a good Christmas gift idea. Oh, I love it for people that know or have someone in their life that they know is wanting to host more or just loves hosting already. So. Here's, I have, I picked two. I couldn't narrow it down to one. I would say a set of serving platters that you love that are um, neutral enough that could be used for multiple functions. Mm -hmm. So I'm not talking like China. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have two. You're already kind of stealing something that I thought of to say. Go ahead. No, I love I have two cream colored rectangular. They match. Uh So it's a set of two that I use a lot. Mm -hmm. And. I use them year round Mm -hmm. because they're cream so I can put whatever I want on there. And then I was going to say my second one. So that's definitely a first one. The second one, I think a good drink dispenser is awesome. I don't have a good one. And that is important because I I love the one you got for your wedding. A lot of people want to do a punch Mm -hmm. or a signature drink of some Mm -hmm. kind or even just make up a pretty pitcher of tea. Yep. And they don't love their Rubbermaid container. Yep. You know, so I think that's you, good. It this is a good question. A punch bowl, I will say, takes up a ton of room. So if you are thinking about somebody that doesn't have space, I wouldn't get a punch not a good bowl. One. But there are drink dispensers that are yeah. um, taller. And but, I have a drink dispenser that somebody gave me. And let me tell you why I don't like it. It's ceramic. Oh, you can't see it. You in can't it. see it. And yep. a lot of the beauty of a punch is the color. You want to see it. So I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. it would work for something real straightforward, like a sweet tea. Yeah. Or here's the water. But yeah. The signature drink of the night. Yeah. you. I, I just love glass for that. Yeah. I agree. So what I was going to say, because I didn't know to think through this question, is I have, um, I see dishes all the time that I'm like, oh, I love those dishes. I want those dishes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but those, look at those red ones. Look at that yeah. pattern. Yeah. My dishes are white. Yeah. And what is good about that is I've just here and there gotten, either as a gift or I see a little something at TJ Maxx, this is good size for nuts. And this is a good thing for, and I just grab it. And as long as it's white. It matches. It kind of matches. Yeah. I mean, I don't have real matchy matchy. Yeah. Stuff. But if it's, if your things are white or like you said, cream. Yeah. I can put a red tablecloth down. Exactly. I can put some yes. cranberries over here, you know, and I can make it a theme yeah. or I can make it look like fall. Yeah. Just because it's white. So yeah. that's what I would probably say is if you go neutral in color. Yes. Yes. It's not going to be some dramatic statement, but you can do the statement with the with something else. patterns yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. The candles or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, we mentioned the charcuterie board. There's a lot of creative things people are doing 
even as their centerpieces now that yeah. would take your eyes to that. Yeah. And you've forgotten about whatever. That's true. Are. Like the, um, have you seen those, how people do a pumpkin, they hollow it out and then put flower put arrangement. Gorgeous. That is beautiful. Or, um, you know, just even using Christmas ornaments that you didn't have room for on the tree or that you don't. Yes. Or you even theme. see with glass where people will put cranberries and rosemary in the water. Yeah. And just have some simple little white flowers yeah. Yeah. or something like that. In the summer, you'll see like they'll have lemons and limes yes. in the water and yes. then just a simple little plant yeah. or something. And it makes it have a nice color yeah. scheme. Yeah. yeah. Make sure and keep it low, though. You don't want it blocking people's view. If you're the sitting table, at the if table, it's a centerpiece. Yeah. Now, if you're if it's buffet style, if it's buffet, it doesn't matter. It's, and it's fun to have tiers. Height, matters. you know, like different tiers yes. of things, like different levels. But yeah, good, good discussion. I hope that was some good tips. I so, I mean, there's always more to talk about hosting always. and entertaining, and so we will probably continue to do that. This will be a theme throughout our our podcast episodes in general that's awesome well we're thankful for y'all you're on our list of blessings that we um acknowledge and are appreciative of this year so happy thanksgiving hope you enjoy some time and rest with your family and friends and may your blessings be too numerous to count amen